You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Hello, Mike Amos. Hey, Joe. This is uh, Why episode- are you mocking me over there with the whole, <laughs> hey, Mike Amos? <laughs> well, you know, I hear it every week. Um, What's that to our, our listeners? 60, 61st. 61st. Episode or whatever you want to call it. It is the epi- 61st episode. We're getting close to the, your age in episodes. All right, (laughs) where are those crickets when you need them? (laughs) They're uh, not available, sorry. But uh, there they are. There they are. Oh, hey, Hey, there's the crickets. All right, feel better. So, Mike, uh, I know that uh, people got tired of listening to us, so I have hunted uh, some fresh. Very quiet. (laughs) I'm hunting rabbits. Be very, very quiet. (laughs) Duck season. It's wabbit season. All right. So that is about enough of that. Um, so I hunted down and brought in some fresh meat here uh, to talk to us about uh, something that they do fairly well. Yeah, no, they actually they do pretty good. More actually. mediocre. <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> Must be the other half of your business, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mediocre sauces, not compared to the... Uh, all right, so it's time. We're going to go ahead and introduce um, Eric from EDS Sauce Guys. Welcome back. It's been What's a while already? since you've been here. Yeah, since we opened, yep. All right, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm picking you up here. All right, yeah, you're on. Okay. I'm on, huh? So, <clears throat> sir, yep, yep. it's been, oh my gosh, it's, it's probably, been a year. yeah, it's been. It's been close to a year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. And, and you notice you left me out of that episode, by the way. On purpose. I oh, figured. I figured. Okay. Yeah. So I think that was probably when. So you it's were, nice to meet you, Eric. Hey, nice to meet you too. You were out and about and all that good stuff. We can have doing our own conversation here and just go on. <laughs> this <laughs> interview, <laughs> folks. I'm just going to tell you now. This interview is going to get interesting. <laughs> um, so, what is going on with EDS? What's what's new? Uh, well, we're growing. Uh, we've expanded our menu, as you guys know. Uh, originally yes. started with pork and bologna, and now we're you know, ribs, brisket, and the whole whole nine, so. I know, last time you were here, I was begging for brisket, and you're like, nope, sorry, you're we not got, getting any brisket. We had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand. I, I too, now am a business owner, and I understand. Yep, but we're here now. So, so. all right, so the best thing you guys make on the menu, what is it? I honestly, it depends on the person. We have so many really okay. good people that, that absolutely come back. What does eat. Eric feel is the best thing on the menu? Um, what if you had to go over to the store right now and buy something? And buy something. And Joe Powell is working behind the counter. What would you tell him to yell back to Mike to get? <laughs> hey, Mike, get some- I, I would tell him, Joe, can't you keep a job? <laughs> I don't know. I, I love our brisket. Uh, mac and cheese is good. Bologna is still always good. It's just it's all unique and good in its own way. Yeah, well, I love brisket, so that's where I would probably go. That or the bourbon chicken—that seems to be a hot item with everybody. I am just not a bourbon <clears throat> fan at all, and bourbon okay. chicken to me is just one of those like, okay, if I if that's the only thing I yeah, I'll eat it, but I, I'm just not a fan, you know. And like you said, everybody's different, right? Yeah. So the brisket—what's the what is the key to a good brisket? Good trim. Yep. Do you trim the fat cap? Uh, we take it down a little bit. We, yeah, we burn fat. Do you leave a quarter down. inch, or do you leave more a or less? Bit extra or? because we actually leave that 
that sides down towards the heat, so we don't want to. Oh, so you yeah. don't let it. You don't yeah, let so it crown. Burn, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Fat thought. Side down. Yeah, we peel the silver skin. Uh, yep. Helps, you know, you just want to. Do well, that. do you guys do that with your ribs too? The yeah. silver skin. Yeah, yeah we do. We peel that, that membrane is awful. Yeah, it can be a pain. But and then it's just simple, man. Low and slow. Uh, cook it to the right temp. Do you do 10, 12 hour run on it that? It takes. It's probably closer to 14, 15, yeah. 16. Yeah. Um, and then just simple simple rub. Nothing crazy. Salt and pepper. Well, a lot of people say that's what a, br- a good brisket that's is, salt you and need. pepper. You let, you let the beef shine, man. Yeah. So when you let it rub. So I, my family laughed at me because I pulled off pork. I think I did a pork butt or a pork shoulder or yeah, and, and some other things and ribs. And I pulled them off. I let them rest. Yeah. Absolutely, you should. And the family's like, that is the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, no, 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 no. it needs to rest. It's actually what you're supposed to do. A lot of people mis- make that mistake. You're even supposed to rest steak. Really? Yes. It needs that. a chance it's, to rest. It's You've expanded the tissues by heating it up. So to get moisture back into it, you want it to cool slightly, but resting it. Uh, and it will. it actually absorbs that moisture back into the meat, which makes it more tender and so to rest it, do you use a butcher paper or do you use foil? We actually rest it in foil. Do you? And we, wrap, we wrap it real tight and we put it in our, our hot box and just let it sit. How long do you let it rest? Uh, about an hour. Okay. Yeah, I've heard a minimum of 30 minutes. Yes. Minimum. Yeah. So when and I do they're ribs. They're so hot, we pull them off there. I mean, they're, they're you know, 205. So we let it rest for about an hour where it absorbs that back yeah. in and then we cut it. Yep. So when I do ribs, I do a 221. Two hours on the smoker. Two hours in foil, and, and I usually put like end, yeah. apple juice or whatever, and then one hour. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I turn three, it up. Oh man, they're delicious. I've seen the three, two, one. Now we do ours a little bit different. So I've done. Well, you the, have like a professional setup back well, there. Kind of, yeah. But the <laughs> <laughs> it's a professional redneck setup. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the job done. No, uh, so with there, there's what different ways to do ribs. You know, I I like a, a rib that you know I've done three, two, one before, and it's. They usually fall apart, honestly. Very, very tender, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way I do ours, we do more of a comp style. So you still get the tenderness, where you can, but you can hold it. You can pick it up. You can actually grab a bone, and then you pull. You still get the same tender meat, but it comes clean off the bone. So instead of it picking up and falling apart like a roast, you know what I mean? Yeah. You actually have some. You want to be able to just slightly pull on it. Yeah. And you, you want to be able to pick it up and hold it like, hey, yeah. you know. right. You don't Actually, want to just grab it and the bone completely like slide out. I mean, some yeah, people well, like it, but that's. I mean, some people do, some people don't. Yeah. I, we're cooking more for a comp style because eventually we're going to go do it, get into some barbecue competitions, and they, they will actually fail you for for a rib falling apart. Really? Yeah. I will. I would go with you on one of those tournaments. Dude, let's do it. I. Oh man, I we'll would, put you to work. <laughs> I would love. To, hey, you know what, Mike? We could. Ha- we maybe we could have a we could have a local rib contest. We could. How cool would that be? That'd be cool. I think that would be wonderful. Can I be a judge? Yeah. I mean, okay. I want to be a judge. <laughs> involved, yes. <laughs> I want to be a judge. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. I don't care who's cooking. Well, I do care who's cooking, but I would. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's something we we could do something like that. Can you imagine smokers all around downtown? Oh, that'd be cool, man. Downtown, mm. or even maybe get fairground. Oh, I mean, we could set up a big old thing there and have it like a rib cook off, like these have it pool central, pa- the pool parking lot. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There's oh. that too. Yep. Mm. Mayor Brucker, if you're listening, I will be contacting you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see you this weekend. Uh, all right. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Just... So, uh, so you guys have a full menu now. Yes, sir. Um, have you added any new sauces? Uh, yeah, 
we we've made a couple. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're always experimenting. We've we've created a root beer barbecue that Ooh. we don't have. We're out of it right now. We just we whip stuff up in the kitchen all the time. Uh, we made a Carolina Gold last week, a vinegar base. Uh, we're getting ready to release the world's first dill pickle barbecue sauce. Uh, that sounds really good. I actually I saw it. that. Yeah. yeah, man, that it's, looks good. We just got our nutrition information back. Uh, all the process letter information, we, all of it came back. So now we're waiting on the label to be finished, created, and then it'll be it'll be bottled. So. Uh, Mike and I will professionally sample that for you on oh, a Facebook Live. You guys won. Yeah, we'll we'll do that for you. Absolutely. Uh, and what else can we do for that? Oh, um, any anytime you guys are doing anything down there, we'll come down and we'll hang out for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I know we're playing on one of these downtown days. We got we got a Han Solo outfit and a Chewbacca Ooh. outfit, and we got the, the Saturday, big one. The we're Saturday. just gonna have them out there duking out outside. It's gonna be great. <laughs> oh my! I don't. This know Saturday if... is the uh, uh, sidewalk sale. Yeah. So. Yep. I usually does pretty well. Wow, okay. So what else is going on? What else is in EDS Sauce what World? What else? Well, Because you see. have a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of things going on. Uh, we are in the process of getting the works and the groundwork laid to open a new restaurant uh, in Marion in the brewing company. Really? So it'll be a joint venture over there, right? Yeah, we're not merging businesses. We're just kind of working together. We're yeah. renting a space out of their brewery, and we're turning it into a full kitchen. Uh, smokers will have out back, fenced in and everything, but... Uh, and then we we thought it was just smart. I mean, yeah, good beer barbecue goes well together. They're already bringing people in. We can work with each other and both benefit. Uh, if it does well, then you know, like we were talking, eventually one day I'm hoping to expand. Maybe, ours and, maybe Miguel, you could have something that uh, cool. Maybe we're working on it. It's in the in the works as well. That would be super cool. Wow. So so. Um, you guys have talked about that. Uh, so you talk about competitions. Have yep. you guys? Have you done any competitions yet? No, we haven't been able to no? get any of them. It's just, it's two of us, it's tough. Yeah. We're, we're, as the more we expand, the more we can just like start hiring people on, get them trained, and free up some of our time. You're um, still in that we need to oversee everything to, to ensure quality. Yeah, and that's yeah. one thing we definitely don't want to go down because I've noticed that with a lot of places that start off really well, and then you start, you're like, you, you see the, the end of the tunnel, Yeah, and then you start like... Just getting people in there, and then you notice everything. Quality starts going down because right. you're not actually in it enough to train people the way they need to be trained. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that that totally makes sense to me. And uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Join us for Freedom Fest Ohio, July 1st and 2nd, 2022 at the Morrow County Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Finley Entertainment. Celebrate freedom with the Nate Williams Band, Austin French, and headliner Crowder on July 1st, Friday night, starting at 6.30 p.m. Then on Saturday, July 2nd, join Scott Stevens, Heath Sanders, Rodney Atkins, and headliner Justin Moore. Tickets are on sale now. Visit FreedomFestOhio.com. All right, so Freedom Fest. Uh, while that was playing, we were talking about Freedom Fest. That's going to be a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, some uh, Christian rock music and uh, a little country on Saturday. Nothing goes better than barbecue. I know. You we, have any specials planned? Are you working on anything? No, actually, we're... You should name something after me for that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> call it the Big J. <laughs> the Big J. There you go. I've never been called Big J. Just, just make it Big Joe. Big I used Joe. to go by Big Joe when I was 400 pounds. Dude, we'll bring out Sloppy Joes again. The, the Big Ham. The, the Sloppy Joey. <laughs> sloppy Joe. Get the extra sloppy. I don't know how you kids like your Sloppy Joes. That's such a great movie. I know. All right. So uh, what else do you want people to know about EDS Sauce Guys? Well, 
Um, I mean, the store still looks cool. Yeah. The cases are packed, and I'm seeing people in and out constantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've seen sold out, and it's early, and you're selling out. Yeah, so I mean, we, we want to thank everybody because, I mean, it's if it wasn't for everybody else showing up there and, and supporting us, we wouldn't still be here. Yeah, you know, with all the costs going up. Um, yeah, how's that, how's that hitting we, you guys? We had to have a couple – uh, price increases. We did not go like some people do. Like, oh, we're going to raise it five bucks. We we we've done it slow because we don't. We're not trying to gouge anybody. Um, we're trying to keep it below, you know, competitive with everybody else. Um, we've noticed a lot of increases. I mean, our rib cost has went up per pound over a dollar in the last six months. Uh, and it just keeps. And that adds up. It does. Yeah, it hundred percent. There's a surplus uh, just to get stuff delivered. Our candy delivered at the theater, it's $12.50 surplus. Yeah. On top of the costs that have gone up. Yeah, which in turn then passes to everybody else because, I mean, it's just yeah. how it works. And then just down the street here, it's a, it's five oh nine yeah. a gallon. So, it, you know, it, it's hitting hard. And, uh, you know, I, I hope people understand that, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, people have been great. They totally understand it. We've actually asked them if, if we wanted to either keep the prices the same and just take one side off of a meal and you get two sides in the meat. Or raise the price and keep the three, and they said keep three. So it's it's been very people have been very understanding. That's been awesome. Yeah, uh, because I mean we're very genuine people. We're honest. We don't. We're not trying to, you know, just yeah. go after people. You know. Well, I mean, and that is, I think that's important to for, to let people yeah. know you're not oh. price gouging them. We're launching some new smoke salts. Do tell, smoke sir. Salts. Do yeah, tell. So we just did a trial run of a garlic salt. Uh, Ooh. last week. I will sample that as well. It is fantastic. It's smoked in a bourbon barrel. And then we're, we're getting ready to get into some spicier ones, too. So are you guys smoking that or are you buying it? No, we're not smoking that. No. Are you making it? <laughs> are you making what you're smoking? <laughs> <laughs> we smoke Sorry. everything, remember? I, I couldn't help That's it. That's what our wall says. <laughs> That's true. Only the good stuff, though. That Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. He's happy. Mike, <laughs> do you want to get us back on track? <laughs> well... That's hard to do at this point. Um, Train how did you guys get started? Oh man, it was uh, it was six years ago. It was a uh, wait a minute, July. wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's do this. Uh oh, we're gonna talk about how EDS Sauce guys started. So Ready? <laughs> EDS Sauce guys flashback. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> love them buttons. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, we started, this was six years ago, uh, 4th of July party, uh, had a bourbon sauce recipe. My wife basically commissioned me to create something because we used to go on dates at uh, TGI Fridays. Love I noticed that. you said used to. Well. But well, now you own a restaurant. Now it was well, used to. And we got <laughs> extra kids. So it's. Oh, uh, yeah. We, the time just isn't there as like it was. But uh, so she just commissioned me to figure out, make something better. And that how it kind of happened. My cousin, which is my business partner now, they're out there for a 4th of July party. Everybody loved it. We went on vacation. Uh, he asked for the recipe, gave it to him. He went back, was making it for family and friends. They're like, man, you guys could sell this. And he's, he called me up like, dude, people will love this. I'm like, well, we sat down and talked about it. Wives were like, well, let's start doing this and this and this. And let's do fruit. And we're like, dude, whatever. So we just started making weird stuff and coming up with different combinations. And uh, and then we were selling it like at our jobs, like just, mm-hmm. you know, canning it at home, like water bathing it, you know, old school, you know, mason jars and just selling it for basically extra money. And then it became such a, honestly, a pain. We were making so much of it. Our houses, our wives were complaining the house smelled like vinegar. <laughs> so we yeah. just we ended up just found a business license. And uh, when we first started, we couldn't even afford to buy the first batch we had commercially done. 
And, uh, I mean, we went out and hustled and never borrowed a penny and grew it to where we're at now. Nice. Sold and we got picked up by a food distributor last year, Sherwood Foods out of Cleveland. So now we're sold, and they got us in, like, six more states we weren't already in. I think we're in, like, nine now. Wow. So You're almost, like, big time. We're, we're working to be regional. <laughs> wow. Mike, we've got a we've got a food grate right here. We do, we do. A sauce grate. Up and coming, yep. A saucy guy. <laughs> You're a saucy guy. <laughs> All right. Um, so tell us a little bit more about it. So your first sauce was what? The first commercialized sauce was the blackberry. A blackberry. And Black- that is, it is, is, the is best that seller. still your seller? It is the best yeah. seller by far. Um, I think it's like the stepping stone into some of our other ones that are a little bit more strange. Uh, but it's just a lot of people. Well, anybody who knows you guys, the rest of the flavors just make sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where you. I mean. No, the rest of the flavors. I mean, they make sense with with you know when you try that first blackberry, you're like, okay, yeah, this isn't bad. Well, yeah, no, yeah. It, and it, then you get the rest of them, and you're like, ooh. Well, yeah, it, it takes away that. We have a lot of people say, hey, I don't like jelly, and it's like it's not jelly. Mm-hmm. So it really takes away that fear that you have for start trying something you never had before. Yeah. You know I mean, or I don't like blackberries and they taste it like I have to take that home. Yeah. It's, Cause it does like you taste the not, blackberry, very, but you also subtle. taste the bourbon and, yeah. and it's, it's hard to explain it, but it's not a, yeah. And it's all made in Ohio and with real fruit, real fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a story. <laughs> yeah. A whole other day. <laughs> Mike, that was a story we were talking one day. And oh yeah, these guys. I saw him somewhere, and he's. They were telling me that this guy came up to him and said, "They told him it was made of real fruit." And this guy kept coming back to the booth and going, "It's real fruit." Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's funny. So every time I see these guys, I so I said, hey, "Is this made of real fruit?" Absolutely. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what else you got to tell us about EDS sauce, guys? <sighs> other than the other guy isn't here because he's back mopping the floors and taking <laughs> care of the, you know. The gritty stuff in the bottom of the grill from the smoker and... Oh, no, they're clean. Well, I mean, yeah, he's cleaning them. He's not there. I know. <laughs> I'm hoping no, he listens. I, I know. He, he probably watched. No, he actually... I'm assuming he took his grandkids to the zoo today. I heard Oh, it'd yeah, be a good so. day for it that. It was a good day for that, so... Yeah. So, uh, so what is new with... Uh, do you have anything coming out other than the dill pickle that you guys are working out Sorry, the dill well, pickle sauce you guys are working on. Well, is there anything yeah, that's else already in the works done that in the you works. works? It's going to be bottled hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Are there any uh, secrets that you can tell? You know, we've had a, a huge response for we we make an apple cinnamon bourbon style sauce that's fantastic on a pulled pork. It just go. It's just we have well, we apple have people, pairs well with pork and the cinnamon. The little hint. It's it's so good. You know, we've kicked that around. You know, uh, we've considered the root beer one. Uh, we've considered launching our mandarin teriyaki. Uh, that one's really good on on the chicken and rice. I like the mango habanero. That one's good. That one's. We just actually got that one back in stock. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've been there to buy some. Yeah, I'll have to bring you a bottle. Well, I was gonna stop in and get some this week, but I didn't have time. It's okay. But what else? What else? Tell uh, you got. You've got to have more stuff. Like so, the mac and cheese. Yeah. Is it just mac and cheese? Have you put a little bit of, like, bacon in there and smoked it? No, we didn't do any meat no? in the mac and cheese. We gave the option. I mean, if somebody wanted to buy it and put, like, brisket in it, they totally could. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't do lobster. that. Lobster. Did you smoke lobster? No, we don't do any <laughs> seafood. <laughs> uh, we we, we uh, 
we didn't do the meat and the mac and cheese, which I love ma- meat and mac and cheese. The reason we did not was because you know people bring their kids in sometimes, and they don't. They they may not want that in it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, right? So we wanted to kind of have something that was for everybody, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, where you know you could find something. That's why we don't do much to our burgers either. You know, we got those smoked burgers that so the kids have something to eat. Why the parents can get ribs or you know their bourbon chicken or other things that a, a kid usually won't eat. If that yeah. makes sense. No, it does. So uh, festivals, you got any festivals coming up that yeah, people are going to see? We're going to be in. Uh, I know we signed up for Morrow County uh, the fair. for the fair. Yep, uh, we are doing uh, Marysville. Mm-hmm. Uh, their county fair. Uh, I got the information from Bratwurst Festival this morning. They emailed us. Uh, the Brat Fest. Love yep. that place. Make yep. sure you get you a pita worst while you're up there. Okay. Oh, it's delicious. Is it? Ground uh, Bratwurst, and they put the uh, the uh, sauerkraut in okay. there, and they cook it all together, and they take a half a pita, and they open it, and then they put it in there, and then it's a sour cream and a mustard mix. All right. It goes in. Oh. It sounds good. It's delicious. I know we're uh, we got to get our booth certified, so we're in the process. We've got a brand new tent, new smoke. I can certify you. Can you certifiably insane? Yeah, I've already been there for years. (laughs) (laughs) So you you might be at the Bratwurst Fest. We're we're, yeah, we're working on that. All the festivals we're trying to get into, we're we're planning on doing food. So we nice. We're you know used to we would like last year we went and did you know Morrow County other fairs Delaware. We rolled a mobile setup, but it was just a temporary. We actually went ahead and. You know, it did so well. We've purchased equipment to do a like an actual state certified, so we can just go anywhere. So, so you may see us pop on, you know, randomly maybe at a gas station or a truck stop or so a tent you know. or an actual it's, trailer. It's still a tent. We're working our way to a trailer. Okay. You or know, there's actually a truck. We'll probably just get a, a vehicle. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Big yeah. van. We got to pull the smoker with it. So as when well. you set up yeah. these places, you can say that your sauces are intense. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Here it is. Ready? Ready? <laughs> that, that wasn't Actually, I, got, I gotta give him. Like there's some applause because that was without you know missing a beat. He was really there. The timing was good. It was good. So yeah, I just wasn't prepared for it. So, but anyway, let's, let's take a poll if that tent joke was good. All right, so I'm gonna turn his mic down. Here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, today we've been full of it today. So, uh, so we're you know getting ready to wrap up your section here, sir. Is there uh, anything that you want us to know? Any? Uh, what are your store hours for starters? And where are you located? Yeah, for those uh, who don't know, 29 South Main Street. We're in the old Eight Sisters uh, Bakery building. It is no longer pink, folks. No, it is absolutely not. That was fun to paint over. I'm sure. Uh, so our hours were open Wednesday to Saturday, noon to 7.30. Uh, of course, everybody knows that if we only make so much a day and if we sell out by 6, we're done. So we just recommend that if it gets later in the evening, we've asked people to give us a call. Uh, we're still there anyway, cleaning up. But call us and, you know, if you're on the way, running behind. We'll, we're there till 8.30 or so anyway. So. so where do people find out about your daily specials, about what you've got cooking? Well, we basically have made the menu. We've grown it to the point where it is a standard menu daily. Nice, because uh, it wasn't that way no, to begin with. Originally, we would do specials. We wanted to kind of showcase other things that we can do, uh, but it finally just got to the point where we expanded it, so now we have a menu so people can count on that's what we got, at least until we run out. Um, but we do still do specials, but they're not as frequently. We're, they're like once a month, and normally they're just going to be on our phone system when you call in, and it'll have you know specials for the day, and then you go to that, but... Uh, most of the time there's nothing on there, but it's once a month we'll do something. 
I think we did chili dogs last last time. Those went over well. A buddy of mine came in and bought twelve. Wow. <laughs> He bought a dozen chili dogs. He bought a dozen chili dogs. He loves the chili dog sauce. He calls me or texts me. He's like, hey, when are you making that again? <laughs> wow. He's, he's stocked up. Wow. If I had 12 chili dogs, I don't know that I um, would be sleeping in the house. <laughs> yeah, and if he has a wife, I'm sure that she really appreciated that. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you have a standard, and where can people find your info? Uh, Facebook, you know, Instagram, uh, TikTok, website. EDSSauceGuys.com. You can find it on there. Awesome, possum. All right, so last-minute information or advice, because we are in the summer. Yep. What is your most important advice to those who are going to try, and I say try, to smoke their own stuff at home? What is the best single piece of advice that you would give somebody? Clean your smoker. Clean the smoker. See, I've heard, you know, keep it somewhat clean, but... some of that. Uh, it depends on what type of smoker you're using. If you're using an offset where you got a fire that's completely separated from the unit itself, those are, you know, you don't want to clean off the, the, the flavoring that basically right. gets inside yeah. the barrel. If you have one like a pellet smoker or something that's running underneath, you need to make sure you clean it out because they will catch fire. Absolutely. Especially if you're smoking something and then turn around and try to turn it up to do something else. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can be. You just make sure you take care of it, clean it. And that has been a safety moment. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, sir... Uh, greatly appreciated for you to come in here today, and uh, I hope that you'll come back and oh, for sure. send us uh, some info. I think we should do it again when I bring samples so we can all try to see you oh, guys' well, actual reactions. We can, I have no argument. Maybe we'll bring you guys can, dinner or something. You know, ooh. I'm I'm sold. Oh, no problem with me. <laughs> yeah, we can set that up. Uh, I tell you what, we'll even. I think we should do that for you guys. We trying. Can, we'll bring you like a platter. Or something we can Facebook guys. live it. Just remember, yeah. I had bariatric surgery, so. Not like, a, not like a ton of food. I'm I know. Kidding, you know. I, I, yeah. So it has to be very... I have room. <laughs> He'll pick up the slack. <laughs> wah, 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 I just right. take a bite out of everything. Michael will take the rest. <laughs> oh, that was good. All right. So, um, cool. Well, that is Eric over there to my left, those of you that can see it, which none of you can, so moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Eric from EDS Sauce, guys. Eric, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, we'll have you back uh, maybe before August, before uh, the Brat Fest, and uh, try to see if uh, you have any new flavors coming out besides your dill pickle one that's coming out soon, right? Yeah, that one should be, I'm hoping, within the next two weeks. We're just waiting on the label to be finished. So within the next month? Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Now, do you still have that made up in Bucyrus? It's all made at Cooper's Mill in Bucyrus. Cooper's Mill in Bucyrus. Okay, I thought so. Yep. It just makes our life easier. All right. They're already a licensed facility, so. Well, yeah, and they've got a pretty cool place. And they make all kinds of stuff. Oh, they, they make, make apple butter. And awesome and, people. Yeah. And, yeah, they're good people. I think my brother-in-law used to work there uh, in high school, I think. Andy? Yeah, really? I think. I think so. You have to ask, him about, ask him about that. I keep yeah. forgetting you know him. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well, sir, thank you for coming in. Well, thank Thanks, you, guys. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you and Denim next time. Yeah, I think we'll bring you dinner. Yeah, that'd be kind of kind of kind of cool. So, all right. Well, sir, thank you. And uh, until next time, we'll see you. All right, buddy. Have you heard about Broom Sisters of Morrow County? It's a cleaning company run by local ladies. The Broom Sisters of Morrow County offers a fast cleaning service with low rates, specializing in, but not limited to, cobweb removal, potion cleanup, and cauldron scrubbing. 
You can find Broom Sisters of Morrow County on Facebook, or you can call them at 740-262-5804. You can also email them at broomsisters88 at gmail.com. Oh, Mike, I'm hungry. So am I. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. Those guys are awesome guys, too. They are uh, two of the nicest guys uh, I think I've ever met, besides my brother-in-law, which is kind of weird. But my brother-in-law is, like, the nicest, um, the nicest guy in the world. So uh, they all go to church together, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Um, so that was the sauce guys. So, Mike, guess what? What? Coming up, we have this coming Saturday is the low-cost rabies and microchip clinic. Uh, from Mar County um, Humane Society is having that. It starts at 9.30, and that is going to be at 4,600 on 229 in Marengo, and that is at the Big Walnut Joint Fire District Firehouse. Um, it, says there's, it says there's no appointment needed, and the cost is $12 for rabies vaccine and $25 for a microchip. Oh, that's not bad. No, not at all. And it's a, uh, there's some questions on there that you can ask them or look at. So go to the uh, Think uh, Morrow County First page um, or Think Local Morrow County, Ohio page, and uh, it'll be there. There's pop-up shops also this Saturday, downtown Mount Gilead at the Village Gathering Place. Uh, that starts at 10 a.m. here in Mount Gilead. It runs till 4. It looks like there'll be some unique shopping and uh, – some local small businesses, and that's kind of a cool thing because folks who can't afford maybe to have a, a business front get to have a chance to actually be in a store downtown. Um, and then downtown days in Mount Gilead is going on at the same time, uh, put on by the Mount Gilead Shops and Restaurants, and that is from 10 to 4. And it's also, Mike, what day is also Saturday. Village Garage Sale Day. Yeah. Actually, it's Sidewalk Sale. Oh, yeah, it is a garage sale, garage sidewalk sale. 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 Also, yeah. And there'll be fi- some family activities up at the square, too. Uh, and then on Saturday, June 18th at 1 p.m. is the Morrow County Farm Bureau Agricultural Tour. And you can find that on our uh, Facebook page as well. And then, Mike, on the 20th, Monday at 4, the Morrow County agricultural society is having a fundraiser at none other than Pizzaburg. oh cool they're going across the street yes so they're going to make some pies some pizza pies and then if you're going to enter um on uh, june 28th at 6 p.m it's a tuesday tomorrow the ohio state university extension office of morrow county is holding a course on entering flowers in the morrow county fair and how to do that. And then, Summer Evening Concert Series at Kingston. Oh, that's in Marion. I don't know why that showed up for Morrow County. My apologies. Uh, and then, Mike, you know, we've got uh, Freedom Fest. So we had our ad on here July well, 1st far, and 2nd. Yeah. No, we're less than a month away. Yeah. I am feeling the, uh, the angst of getting that started and getting ready. Makes me just a little nervous. Um, but... Uh, it's going to be a blast. We're going to have a ton of folks there. Um, things are really starting to sell. They're going to have a beer tent down there. Actually, it'll be a beer barn. So they're turning the sheep barn into a beer 
uh, beer barn for that. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be a really good time, a really, really good time. Um, Susical the Musical from Mount Gilead is going on. It'll be July 29th, 30th, and 31st at 7 p.m. on Friday, 7 p.m. on Saturday, and 2.30 on Sunday. It's going to be great. The cast, I'm sure, is going to be just phenomenal because, you know, we have a lot of awesome, good talent here locally in Morrow County. Um, And don't forget our friends up at the Galleon Community Theater. They are putting on Chicago, and it's a fantastic musical. Uh, Local uh, talent Jamie Zeger is in that. It's uh, June 17th and 18th, then the 24th, 25th, and 26th. And that's Friday the 17th at 8 p.m. If you go to, I believe it's Galleon, or GCT, I think, galleontheater.org forward slash tickets. Tickets did go on sale uh, this week. So uh, that'll be a good time. And uh, the music from that show is just real catchy. The whole... The whole gamut for that is is a really good show. So, um, the Ohio Bird Sanctuary is having a summer reading event on June 30th at 10.30 a.m. out at Chesterville. And then Lunch and Learn is June 17th at noon at Chesterville. (coughs) At the Chesterville Library there. Stitch and Wine is every, I think it's the, what, second and third Wednesday of the month maybe? First and third, I think first and third. First Wednesday. and third, yes. Stitch and wine out at uh, our friends at Bunker's Mill. And then uh, Rhonda and Pete Detra will be holding their science experiment day on Monday, June 13th. That's coming up this Monday at 3 p.m. at the Library Annex in Mount Gilead. And I believe, Mike, that's all that I have. Do you have anything? Well, a couple of things from the Morrow County Historical Society. Um, June 23rd, uh, the Morrow County Chamber of Commerce will be having their business after hours at the Morrow History Center at 17 West High Street in Mount Gilead. Uh, Farm Day's coming up August 6th and 7th. Oh, yes, Farm Day's. Jeez. Yes, big, big weekend. And uh, also the uh, Morrow County Historical Society will be having an ice cream social on August 21st. Uh, that's a Sunday in the afternoon from 2 to 4 at the George Cross House, which is right across from Napa on Marion Street in Mount Gilead. Wow. I'm still stuck on ice cream, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, we had uh, we have had at the Capitol Theater five fantastic weeks of movies. I'm sure you have, yeah. It has been so busy. You want to take a guess at how many people we sat for Top Gun Maverick in two weekends? I'm going to guess well over 300. Oh, well over 300. Okay. Multiply that by three. Oh, my. Plus... 900-some people. Wow. 1,112. Wow. <laughs> yes. I When I saw that number, I about fell over. I can tell you it felt like it because uh, it was busy. Um, it was fantastic. We, Jamie and Angela and myself, we cannot thank the folks of Morrow County for supporting us. And we found that it's not just Morrow County folks that are making the drive here. 
we're getting people from all over driving here. They're going to end zone, La Cabanita, you know, and some other local restaurants and they're just going, having dinner. And then they're coming and spending the evening with us watching a movie. And I got to tell you, Mike, it's, it's, it's heartwarming to see how supportive the community was. We've had, uh, Mary Hupfer and then um, the Steigers were there, and oh, were you know they? they owned it together at one point in the eighties to I think ninety two maybe. Uh, they actually put the fabric up on the walls, the red fabric. She told me in nineteen eighty four, and that fabric is still there. Oh really? Yeah. So um, at the time, she was telling me about the you had to light a carbon rod to light the movies. <clears throat> oh, really? so somebody had to sit in the projection room. In order to actually run the projector, now our projector runs itself. We just turn it on, and once we schedule the movie, it'll automatically turn on itself. Maybe someday we'll get some of that fancy hardware where it'll automatically dim the lights for us and then bring them back up to full full glow after the movie. But, uh, I mean, that's uh, 100 years well, last you'll year. Get there. You'll get and it has, uh, that theater, if it could talk, it would be so neat to find out, like, what the first show was and... Um, so, but that's all I have. We have Jurassic World Dominion coming up this weekend, Friday. It's the next two weeks. It's Friday at 5 p.m. and again at 8 p.m. And then on Sundays, it is 2 and 5. What about Saturday? Friday and Saturdays. It's oh, 5 and 8. You yeah. said Friday. I don't did I? Saturday. I meant to say Fridays and Saturdays. It's at 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. And then on Sundays at 2 and 5 um, and then after that, we're actually going to probably take a poll as to we have one week and we can get we can get one movie in that week. We might take a poll and see what people want to watch. Okay. So um, we'll probably open that up. And then after that, it'll be time for July. Can you believe that? <laughs> Not far off. Yeah. So uh, Minions Rise of Gru will be coming out. I think we're going to be able to get that on first run. Um, and uh, it's just amazing the the fact that that uh, we have this gym, you know, I, you know, the theater. I can remember going there in high school. I don't know if you can remember going when you were in high school or not. I mean, back then in the, what were the talkie movies, the silent movies? <laughs> <laughs> we had sound and we had color. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, oh, Judy Garland's birthday is coming up. And AMC, I think it's AMC, is doing a special two-day showing of Wizard of Oz for her birthday. Oh, cool. Okay. I think it's 200 or 800 select theaters across this, the country. I don't think we're one of them. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's asked us yet, but that would be pretty cool. And uh, we're working on some live entertainment over there, Mike. Well, you haven't asked me to sing and dance yet. We're working on some live entertainment over there, Mike. <laughs> okay. So, what else you got? Anything? Um. No, I really think that you covered a whole lot today. All right, well, let's flashback. Okay. All right, what are we doing? I really need to remember to uh, fasten my seatbelt before we make that trip. Sorry. Well, last week we talked, uh, started talking about the um, um, rivalry between Mount Gilead and Cardington. Cardington wanted to move the county seat from Mount Gilead. And I think this is going to be a three-week um, three excursion here. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to talk about. Um, thanks to my friend uh, uh, Stan Sipe to put all this information together, finding old newspaper articles and so on for me. And I'm going to read what the uh, Bucyrus Forum had to, think, had to say about uh, 
about the um, bitter rivalry that was going on here in Morrow County. This is our friends up in um, Crawford County. The county seat question seems to be looming up in importance. All the papers and a large proportion of the citizens are at sword's points with each other, as a change, at least to all human appearances, is among the improbabilities. This unwise quarrel will only be productive of disastrous results. Mount Gilead has, Mount Gilead has been the county seat for 25 years. Uh, this is in 1874, by the way has a good courthouse and jail buildings, and stands within a mile and a half of the geographical center of the county. These are very strong arguments in its favor. The people of Morrow, county, of Morrow should be admonished by the distracted state of affairs in Wood County, where the courthouse question has sundered old and long friendships and been the source of the bitterest uh, ill will without accomplishing any good results. Uh, Wood County had a similar uh, battle going on uh, over their county seat at about the same time. Okay, this is from the Morrow County Independent, February 26, 1874. The county seat question. This is from the editor of the Independent, or to the editor of the Independent. We requested the publication of the following article in the Sentinel and Register of last week. In reply to arguments of the Gilead Press, but uh, public justice was nullified by a refusal and the best interest of the county, which is uh, superior to any other consideration of a local nature, jeopardized. The rejected article invades no privacy, betrays no confidence, utters no slander, circulates no secret record, but simply aims to uh, de-abuse the public mind and to unmask the wicked, um, okay, this is kind of smeared here, uh, foundations of a press, okay, I don't know that word, um, seated against one side of a great local question in which all our people take a uh, deep interest. No press not agitated with the the passion of fear, will do that. No press worthy of the support of a generous people will do that. Should the time arrive in which the press and the editor will be ready to hire out their talents and influence to the highest bidder, will not the effects of of concentrated cowardly effort applied to the easy virtue of a subsidized press mislead many and damage the public welfare. Are not a band of one-sided, deceptive, hireling editors like a ledge of broken rocks on which, if uh, no beacon be raised to warn the mariner, the most gallant ship will be wrecked? Okay, folks, you got to understand that when this is copied from the paper, some of these words are almost... Very hard to uh, read. Well, and they also, again, stating it this week, that they used words we don't use every day now. That's true. Um, I'm going to read one more article. And this is <coughs> the editor of the Sentinel, in your, or a uh, uh, letter to the editor in, in the uh, Sentinel. In your last week's editorial uh, 
in your in your last week's editorial uh, reproduced by the Register, some things are said without the slightest foundation, so unjust to the citizens of Cardington that we anticipate your readiness to do them justice by opening your columns to both sides of the question. Before noticing the allegations immediately complained of, we propose to examine the position in your first paragraph to wit, nothing short of the most urgent demands of the convenience and good of the people generally would seem to warrant it. Now it seems that with the experience and advantage of 25 years as a county seat, Gilead has developed a population within her corporation limits of 1,000 to 1,200. We have no statistics before us, but we'll venture to say that the population of Gilead has increased 50% from 1848 to 1854 by reason of the advantages of the county seat. In 1854, her population may be considered as having um, culminated and has since remained comparatively stationary. Cardington in 1848 could not uh, enumerate a population of 100 since the location and operation of CCC and IRR through Cardington in 1851 her population within her corporate limits has increased to 1,300. Excuse me. <coughs> has not yet culminated, but is steadily increasing. Um, speaking from memory and observation, the population of Gilead increased about 200% from 1848 to the present time, while the population of Carnington in the same time increased 1,200%. Population is attracted by um, something and artificial advantages and perhaps the best rule um, and so on and so forth. So um, it was a pretty bitter fight. And you know what, Joey, I have that much left on this subject. So I think we'll continue it next week. That is tiny, tiny writing. I know. Um, I'm going to bring my magnifying glass next week. That is tiny writing. But wow. this this was a, a, a bitter, bitter rivalry. And like you said last week, I think this is what led to the rivalry between Mount Gilead and Cardington. That, you know, it's not, it's mostly in fun today, but uh, I think it started out at the time of Cardington wanting the county seat to be moved to their locality. So I listen to a podcast every week, and uh, they go and talk about stories around the country, and they go back in history on some of these things and look at them, right? Well, so the interesting thing is, Mike, apparently this is not an uncommon thing, especially in the mid, early, mid, late 18 and 1900s for county villages to fight over who has the county seat, where the fact... They would even go in the middle of the night and steal the documents out of the courthouse and move them <laughs> to the other village. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've not read of that happening here, but yeah. Like, it, apparently it's not a thing. Or they would go burn the other village place down. Like, it, I was quite surprised, but apparently there's a lot to... Well, then, there was a lot to be in a county seat. Oh, yeah. Well, it would, it would attract um, business. And with that business would bring more people. Well, people had to so, stay overnight when well, you sure. came in, you sure. know, or, uh, you know, because 
you just didn't go. Not everybody went to town every day. And that's why Morrow County was formed originally, because people in what is now Morrow County would have had to uh, go quite a distance to get to their county seats, whether it be Richland or Knox or Crawford or Delaware County or Marion County. Marion, yeah. Not Knox. Yeah, so it's just amazing to me to find that. And somebody was telling me, hey, did you know that Morrow County was divided out of a couple other counties? And I said, actually, yes. And do you know who, or why Morrow County was named Morrow County? I said, there's a whole podcast about that. <laughs> and let them back to our podcast. Um, so that's pretty cool. Well, let's flash back. Oh, I do have something solemn to tell okay. you. Okay, let's, let's hear it. So um, I usually do the whole back in history um you know, back in history, flashback to history for national, right? Well, this day in history, and this was this morning, June 6th, 1944. Do you know what that was? Yeah, it was D-Day. Uh-huh. Allies stormed Normandy's coast, D-Day. And then yesterday, on the 5th of June, 1968, Robert F. Kennedy is fatally shot. Okay. Um, And I think that was the last... Big one. Yeah. The last uh, big one. But I thought those, I mean, both of those, well, and then JFK's shooting as well. I mean, those kind of changed the trajectory of the United States. So let's flash back to the future. Okay, I'm holding on. Let's go. So, Mike, we have just a few minutes. I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, I didn't do it, really. Prices are going up everywhere. Of everything. Yeah. Of everything. Sure. Uh, fuel price down the street here, 509. Um, I know. Blows my mind. Um, people are, businesses are going to have to raise their prices. And, you know, I, I don't think that, are there companies out there that gouge people? Yes. I'm sure there are. They yes. take advantage when they can. Yes. Is it right? No. Do they do it? Yes. Um, but does everybody do it? No. Um, so I think this week and going forward for a while, Mike, I think when we say, as we leave folks, give grace, have grace, I think it really means more because financially we're all becoming more and more strapped for cash as prices go up. I mean, I drive for my, my day job. Mm -hmm. I travel quite a bit. Um, Luckily, I get reimbursed for mileage. Um, not all do. I was just listening to the radio where this guy was projecting at gas prices. He could potentially pay 32000 in gas just this year. And he worked for an insurance company. Wow. Yeah. Um, but just think about it. Uh, your business is the product that you're buying there has to get there, which means they're going to use gas or fuel or, or a diesel fuel to get there. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the cost of oil to change the oil of those vehicles. Um, and, of course, people have to be paid more to be able to afford these things. I mean, you can't blame the local folks. I mean, it just, it's a no, chain reaction. It is a chain reaction. And, you know, I have chickens and I have eggs. And well, I don't have eggs. My chickens have eggs. Um, but the... The um, food for the chickens, it was like seven ninety nine a bag. Right. It is now thirteen ninety nine oh, a bag. Wow. wow. 
Um, and they go through a little over a bag a week. Yeah. Um, and that's just chicken feed. You know, that doesn't take into account, you know, $4 a gallon milk. Right. My kids go through a gallon of milk about a week. Um, you know, things are expensive. Um, here's something you probably wouldn't think of. Popcorn oil. To make popcorn. Oh, sure. Guess how much a three-gallon bib is. A bib just means bag in a box. I don't know. $99. Really? Yes. Wow. Um, oh. it's, it's getting expensive. It really, really is. You know, fuel surcharges here and there. Um, you know, I, I, we could go on and on and on about the cost of everything. You know, um, somebody said that 10-10-10 fertilizer, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the lowest fertilizer you can get. Um, she said it used to cost them like 7 bucks for a bag. And it's now like $24 a bag or something, she said, on the radio. Um, I don't know how much of that's true, but, you know, a lot of the fertilizer is made, or the urea product that's in it, is made in Ukraine and Russia, you know, um, for the yeah, world. That, that contributes to these high prices as well. Yeah. You know, we're just, so much. We're just kind of, you know, we are a global market. Yeah. A global economy, even though, you know, we don't want to be. Um some of us don't want to be. Some of us do. Uh, that that is what's nice about you know having low cost items is that you can go and find that workforce, which there a lot pluses, of companies there did. Are minuses to being a global economy. Yeah, there are, and you know part of that is we we saw in the early pandemic when you couldn't get masks. Right. Well, 3M, the biggest maker of healthcare products like that, they had all their factories in in China. Well, what did China do? China shut down all their factories, right? So they weren't making anything. And then what they did make, the China, Chinese government kept for their people. Right. It made sense. Even though I didn't like that, I mean, that's kind of the government's job. The government's job is to protect the people that they govern. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I, I feel. Um, so I guess I say all this, Mike, knowing that, you know, it's a high-stress time. It's high-stress for everybody. Uh, prices are going up. Uh, it's not going to get any easier. I think it's going to get worse. We're going into the midterm elections. Um, I promise this is all the all the political we're going to get here. We're trying to keep it apolitical. Um, the biggest thing I have to say is just give grace to each other. Be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. And I'm just as, you know, I can be just as mean or get honked off about something, and it just is not. We're um, all stressed. I mean, this is yes. stressing us all. It really is. I talked to a lady at the bank today because I could not get my password to work, and, and she f- helped me through it. And I said, thank you so much. And she said, you've been a pleasure to talk to. <laughs> and I said, really? And she said, yes. She says, most of the time, I don't have good people that I get to talk to. It's it's. She's like, it's usually I'm ready to get them off of the phone because they're being nasty. I made a woman's day uh, yesterday. I was over at, uh, I won't say what store, but a store in Marion, because I hadn't planned my flowers yet, so I went over to get my flowers. And uh, the, the lady that was checking me out, she was an African-American lady, and she had her hair really piled up tall. I said, how do you keep your hair up that, that tall? And she just kind of laughed. I said, you know what? And you know how short my hair is. I said, mm-hmm. I think I'll try that with my hair. And I left her laughing, you know. But that's the kind of thing we can do very easily. It doesn't cost us anything. Uh, not everybody has a sense of humor like mine, but you know. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
So, folks, uh, give grace, be nice to each other, uh, pat each other on the back, and go out and tell somebody today that you, um, you're glad that they're a part of your life. Uh, you don't always know what that means to somebody because you don't always know what they're going through. Exactly. And just making that statement uh, can make somebody's day. And I know I bust Mike's chops here on the podcast, but uh, that's our relationship. <laughs> and uh, if we that's didn't, what we call it. <laughs> if we didn't bust on each other, then uh, something would be wrong. We would think so. Hey, but but oh no, what did you? Find? I didn't tell you about the other day I went to this pet store. Oh no. Um, wait I, wait wait. Let me get the sounds ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I asked. I asked the clerk, "Is this uh, bird cage made of nickel?" And uh, he said, uh, "Aluminum, I think." I said, "So there's no nickel in this cage?" And the pet store owner said, uh, "Don't you dare!" And I said, "So it's a Nicholas cage." <laughs> and also, did you hear about the new airline that uh, is exclusively for bald people? It's called. Receding hairlines. This is me being really nice to you. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to practice what we preach. So here's one from my kids. All right. We're going to leave on this one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cows go. Cows go. Who? No, cows go. Moo. All right, folks. With that, we're going to leave you. Oops, that's the wrong one. We're going to leave you on that, (laughs) folks. Uh, Take care. Be nice. Give grace. And until next time, bye-bye.